Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. And, of course, today we have a really, really fun guest for you, Gavin Smith, the guy who's worked on Trek, Dead Legends, all sorts of stuff like that, a wonderful artist. We talk about all sorts of stuff with working on Star Trek. Uh, we talk about working on comics in general, of course, because, you know, Comic Chronicle Podcast. And, of course, we talk about corgis and animals and fun times, adventures, working in film and television when him and I used to do that sort of thing. Kind of around the same time period, actually, a little bit. But it's really, really fun, laid-back episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you do, subscribe, you know, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever podcast you're listening on. It helps us out greatly if you leave a review, too, wherever you're listening as well. If you want to, too, be sure to check me out on social media at DakotaMorgan3 on Twitter, Instagram at Dakota underscore Morgan 97. If you want to keep in touch with all the stuff I do for comic books, uh, video games, toys, the podcast, all the jazz like that. And of course, we actually talk about Twitch later on at the end of the show. But I'm on Twitch if you want to catch me live, raw, and uncut when I do video games at Coda with a K. Rex. 97 and dakota store if you guys want to check out all the merch we have now and the store is going to get updated very very soon too one of the many projects i have to work on in the hell of weeks that have been lately but thanks everybody hopefully you guys enjoy this episode subscribe for more if you like it really really helpful and let's stop me rambling to say the very least here and let's dive into this really fun talk with gavin smith please for the love of god technology you have not been my friend yes it is recording Right, so I, this this is the one professional thing I like to do on the show is Gavin, welcome to the show, good man. I like to welcome people to the show. You know, it's kind of the thing. You know, it keeps That's me great. relatively professional. Well, thank you for having me, Dakota. I appreciate it. Of course. Now the show's over. No. Yeah. <laughs> see you next week. Yeah. See, see you next week, everybody. Yeah, peace. Yeah, God bless. Uh, no, it has been a hell of a week, my man. But. So sure. what is the name of that show again? So I, at least I have it recorded too, because I don't have a. Oh, I that. think you should leave. I think you should leave. Yeah. Okay. To anyone listening right now, we just got done talking about this show, and I'm. How many seasons are there? Just two, and it, just... and it goes by really quick. It's a quick, like you're gonna be, like I think the episodes are like 15 minutes long, maybe like five or six episodes a season. Oh, it goes by real yeah. fast. It's got the guys, uh, from the Detroiters. I don't know if you saw that show. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay. But yeah, Man. real funny show, real quick. I won't, I won't ruin any of it for you, but like there was something uh, for you listeners out there that Dakota said before when we were getting ready to set up <laughs> that I was like, oh, have you, are, are you quoting this? Or are we? <laughs> yeah, I was like, is the show, the show's laid back. You can say what the hell you want and stuff like that. And yeah. then they're like, oh, I quote? Like, I, I like to say that because people, I've, I've had people on the show before and I guess it was about a year or two. I'm never going to forget it. Is I don't remember who it was. I just remember we were talking and shit, and and then it turned into like a sex story about the girl and her and her boyfriend. Yeah. And, and she's like, "Can I talk about this?" I'm like, "I don't give a shit. This show's way uncensored. There's no way yeah, it's getting right. a PG rating ever on iTunes. Right? So whatever. <laughs> I we have said so many words on this show before and talked about so many stories. Yeah. I we, me and David Herwood talked about how we, we feel like badasses in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, A.K.A. Martian Manhunter from Supergirl. I mean, I had him on the show a while back. And oh, wow. it, this was, yeah, this was beginning pandemic. And we were talking about how we got really fat. <laughs> we were eating <laughs> too much candy and shit. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and as he's like, saying, it through a full mouth, maybe. <laughs> yeah, as he was making steak. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a little barbecue. And that's a madman right there. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, that's the beauty, I think, of doing pod have you ever done a podcast before oh, or been I mean, on like, one I've, I've, I've never hosted one yeah i've been on a bunch yeah mm. um like a, a couple of friends of mine in town i live in indianapolis indiana 
and uh, some friends of mine host one. So I'd go on there every once in a while. I've, uh, you know, any, anytime I'm getting ready to do or release a new book, like I, I kind of go on a little podcast tour and do some shows. Yeah. So I, I think you're, you're the first of my, uh, I've got books coming out this Oh, shit, really? Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I'm actually... Spent, that way. Yeah, it's fun. I didn't either, you know? Like, it's it, it was good timing on your part when you got in touch. And I think it's funny, my, uh, my buddy James Maddox, who uh, collaborates with me on Dead Legends, he actually got in touch with me, I think, about an hour after you emailed me. He was like, hey, Wednesday at 5. Oh, <laughs> we're shit. doing another We're doing another I'm doing another one tomorrow. Uh, oh god and uh yeah sorry uh my dog is keeps barking i, I got a little corgi who barks at the wind oh that's why you're a corgi enthusiast on yes yeah that makes sense i agree sir i agree i i work an exotic animal an exotic animal hospital i work with wildlife such as crocodilians poisonous oh, wow. snakes stuff like that i do a bunch of shit like that when i'm not writing comic books but uh-huh. and podcasting apparently and like i tell you corgis i still love with a passion I love, oh, love them. I don't know why. Oh, they're, they're I wonderful. This now, is my I don't, second one. It's your second one. Okay. Yeah. I need, there is something I got to ask because yeah. I've not, a lot of corgi owners, because before I did exotics, I started out at an animal hospital for oncology with cancer and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, is it true as corgi owners, this is the second one, are they more, I was told that they are, but have you experienced any of that yet with corgis? I was told they're more susceptible to shit like that. As far as what? Like cancer and tumors and shit like that. Oh, like um, like a golden retriever. Like everyone's like, don't get a golden because you never know. Like that's my fear because I want to get a corgi sometime in my life. I, that's I, my fear. That hasn't been my experience. So my first one, um, I had Wally. He, uh, I got him as a puppy and I only had him technically for about a year and a half. Before okay. I had to give them back to my mom. I got them from, through my mom because my mom had a corgi and she had puppies. So I, that's how I got Wally. Oh. Uh, but then I, I had gotten accepted to go to Joe Kubert school in Dover, oh, New Jersey. So I uh, had to give him back. But, uh, you know, obviously he's with my mom. So he's still in my life. So, you know, <laughs> I come back and watch him. And then when I eventually moved back to Indianapolis and got a place with my uh, now wife, um, we we would babysit for Wally a lot, so I got to see him a lot in the last six years before he passed last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, but uh, and then though. yeah, and then we got Coco, who's my current corgi. Uh, she was my mom. I got her, her again through my mom because uh, my mom also in corgi a corgi enthusiast. Uh, she in her town uh a, a couple had her and she was like nine years old and mm. they just didn't want her anymore so they gave her to my mom my mom had her for about six months and then both of uh her parents my grandparents got weren't uh doing well towards the end of their lives and she couldn't handle watching two corgis and this was when wally was still alive too so mm. then we took on coco and she's uh more rambunctious than Wally ever was. Wally was chill, but she doesn't have tumors or anything like that. And she's 14 now. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Okay. She's good. Like she, I mean, she's a uh, diabetic. Oh. <laughs> Aren't we all in a way though? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but uh, other than that, she's, she's pretty good. Um, good. Like we had, we had a little bit of a scare not that long ago, but she's on the other side of it. She's back to normal. 
So like, I, I mean, she's 14 and acts like a puppy. Uh, that's that's what you want to hear. Yeah, oh, that's what you want to see. Okay, I just I just saw so many at the oncology center, man, and it like I was like Corgi, like I wanted like I wanted to get your opinion on that because I know they're yeah. great dogs. I mean, come yeah. on, like Corgi butts. It sounds yeah. weird and perverted, but it's not. I swear to God, this is cute. It's it's really funny. It's really cute. It's yeah. just a little heart shaped butt. The queen running around your house. Taste. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh God. I think she has one left too. That's it? I think. I don't think she yeah. I think all the rest of them have passed. I think she has only one. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Would you want to adopt a dog at her age? That's kind of what I was about to say. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine like I mean handling I mean I I can't imagine that she directly takes care of them either. No, so but they're gonna like, want to love her the most. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I could see if she did want to adopt more. I I don't know. I wouldn't imagine her at her age wanting to adopt an older corgi. Yeah, uh, because like at that age, I don't know if I could handle like a dog death when I'm that old. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. That would be <laughs> that would be rough. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen it before, and it's not really disclosing client information. I guess I can say is yeah. I've seen the people who get birds like in their middle age because like somebody <laughs> like I've seen it. It, it worries me because yeah. the guy who's with the love of his life right now, it it worries me to see like my my middle age because I've met so many men in their middle age who are now older, like thirty years later, they got a bird that like, lives a long time. <laughs> like I got the right. bird because it replaced my wife because she died. Like oh my god, that's. <laughs> dark oh <laughs> and i've seen so much of it or it's like my husband died so i got this bird or this animal that lives like 45 years it's like right. a, this one her her husband died at a young age and she's like an older woman in her 60s 70s and she's like yeah the tortoise has aged with me it's a 50 year old tortoise i'm like oh my god uh, oh god <laughs> i don't that's that's a level right there that i'm like if i die she's replacing me if she dies i'm getting a bird <laughs> right right and i'm here and i can't get a corgi because yeah. it's only a good 15 years <laughs> right oof she's looking at me now in the studio like you bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man but yeah cool. but comics all right yeah yeah yeah. We, we, we're, we're what like uh, 10 minutes and we haven't even started on comics yet that's that's the show i don't know if you ever listened to the show like we talk about comics on the show and i brought guests but we talk about a shit ton of other stuff too that's cool okay so I, I i did a quick run through of uh like i didn't get a chance to listen to anything but i did a quick run through of like people you've had on and i've seen you've had like some friends of mine which is pretty cool um, oh really yeah like i think the last one you did was rich doic and yeah. um and, and rich and i are, are uh our friends and we we were actually working on something together right before I got Star Trek, so it's kind of on a on hold for the time oh, being. I think he yeah, mentioned yeah. that project. Did he? he didn't say what it was? He didn't say what it was, but saying it was the project kind of got put on hold and stuff like that. I think we mentioned something about that. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, no, it, no, it, no. We didn't. We didn't say what it was. Don't worry. The, the crazy thing is, like, it's really good too, and I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back to it. Like the way things are looking, it might not be till like 2023. <laughs> so God. yeah. Right. God. Which sounds oh, crazy. But then, yeah. But it sounds crazy. But then it's, it's now August of 21, oh, yeah, which is this, this year is just blowing by. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. You're right. You're, oh. 
I had to fill out a form the other day at the hospital, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's still, it's, I put a seven instead of an eight. And I'm like, yeah, no, you know, it's August, right? And I'm like, oh, that, no. That's, that's not as bad as what I did. I was at a, a small convention uh, last weekend in Dayton, Ohio, Ooh. and uh, uh, this show called uh, Gym City Comic Con. It's, it's like two hours away from my place, so I do it every year. It's a good, good show. Uh, but I was signing something for someone, and I usually sign things like, uh, like it's a like it's a basketball game. So I write two K something something, you know, whatever the year is, <laughs> and uh, you know it's two K. So I'd write two K two one in this instance, yeah. but I, for some reason I wrote two K eleven. I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. They're gonna be like, what the hell is this? And yeah, like, where where those ten years go? Oh my god! You went. I thought you were gonna say two K twenty or something like that. No, said no. you went. No, no, it's two K eleven. I skipped a decade. Yeah, I have like, no semblance of time. time. Do you want to go back? Well, nobody does. Listen, no, after twenty twenty, no, 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 no. time is meaningless. Yeah, let's be honest with ourselves here. I had this argument yeah. with, the, with the girlfriend the other day. It was like she's like, "Oh, your time perception's bad." I'm like, "Used not to be," but then 2020 happened, and I feel like I lost a year. And then there's, there's like <laughs> yeah. there's so much shit that happened that you don't want to remember. So then you just forget it. But then the problem is you forget about that time period, that time too. So right. it's just like you're really, oh, it's like forced Alzheimer's. Yes, yes, it's really bad. <laughs> we all have, though. We all have it. Yeah. Got, kind of going to that though with the project man is like i i'm in the same boat there's a book i want to write i worked with some scientists on it and i mm-hmm. want to get this book done but the problem is, is i write seven different comic books for SGJ comics and we're doing a big huge premiere thing again right at the end of the year and it's like fuck there's no way in hell there's yeah. just there's not and it's like and then on top of doing the podcast and animal stuff you know like i get it like sure i think People think like you may not like. There's a lot of time when creatives, and even in film, this is a thing too. When I worked in film for years, mm-hmm. was there is a I want to say I guess the word would be backlog. You know, like yeah. like we we have backlog projects that as a creatives we all want to do and things we all want to do. Like right. I, I used to do costume design. I want to <laughs> get back to that. Just go to Goodwill and pick up a bunch of shit and then, like you know make yeah. a bunch. Of stuff. But. I, I want to just do yeah. real life stuff sometimes. But I'm such a bad oh my god, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. Well, like it's funny. Like you know, like I've I've been married about almost three years now. We haven't taken our honeymoon yet, and then we we're what? then we were about to take one, and then the pandemic hit. Oh, that's uh, we we had we had we hadn't like really planned it, but we were like, all right, this is around the time we can go because I'm done with this project around then, and then uh, we we're gonna do our honeymoon, and then. I, I had wrapped up uh, this last run of Dead Legends 2, done a couple of things, and then it's like, all right, let's plan this again. But the pandemic's still on. We still don't know mm. when things are opening back up. And mm. then I got Star Trek. Mm. <laughs> now Star Trek is keeping me busy for like a year. Uh, and but but like now I think we this is a good like oh I take a a small break after Trek is done. Uh, which I've still got seven issues to draw, but oh god, <laughs> which I is mean, great. I'll, yeah. I'll, I love the work, and but, it's, but you're it's like, I want to take a honeymoon. You know, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're trying to figure that out. Well, that's <laughs> fair. I mean, well, here's the key though: is it just yeah. you that's messed up the honeymoon, or is that also her job too, or if she's the stay? Our... Oh. No, she she uh, I mean, she's she works. She's a she's a manager of a tiki bar here in Indianapolis. So, oh, you know, yeah, so it, it's great bar. I actually did, just finished up some artwork for them. 
as well, which is another project that Whoa. I logged and like had to work that in. Uh, but you know, she she manages, and you know, with the with the pandemic, you know, it's hard to get uh, tired people right now. Like there yeah. wasn't a lot of people that. Hey folks, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break, but this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show. You guys like comics and you like reading them in person. Well, let me tell you, go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you, I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be, comics. It's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them, drawntocomics.com, or find them on social media, and the number is 623-847-9090. You give them a call. Definitely, guys, I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully, you guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through. Remember, guys, Drawn the Comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital too, so it's a little bit of a toss-up. Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm going to take it back to future me. Uh, we're looking for work in the service industry at the time. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, and it's hard to keep new people in and keep them folks. So because of that, she's always working and... Um, which is fine. Like, you know, the more she works, the more I can get done. Yeah, that's, it, that's, <laughs> that's fair. So, yeah. She's gone. So well, you know, it's, it's one of those things like we'll figure it out when we get to it. It's no big deal. So um, like we're not in any rush to, you know, jump on a plane and go somewhere. It's like, we're, you know, we're still going to stay married. Yeah. Which is Knock, on <laughs> Knock on wood. Knock on wood. She yeah. listens to the show. And she's like, right. bet. Yeah, right. Oh, God. Is that a challenge? <laughs> We'll see what happens. It just completely yeah. fake out. It's like, oh, goddamn it. I mean, like, you know, the, it, it's the thing, I think, with you being full-time in the comics. Mm-hmm. The schedule's chaotic. It's like being full-time in the film industry. It's oh, chaotic as hell. You know, like, it's, yeah. I mean, shit, even with me doing comics, and it, well, this, I'll just say entertainment, because I also do on the side, too, and entertainment and animals, like, there's days where I won't, I, I leave 8 o'clock in the morning, I don't get home until, like, 8 there at night you know right. it's, it's that long of a day and then it's like when you come home and you just you don't know you're like you're getting thrown you're like oh you get called in oh you got to go do this transport for a crocodile like in october it's like okay and it's like the schedule's crazy but i think oh, sure. if you're with someone you determine and like we i did a whole episode of somebody once where all we talked about was this was like you know when you have someone you're with someone who works in entertainment or crazy job schedule and shit like that too, but if you both make it work, it's true. It's yeah. true love. It's, it's yeah. a true thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely get the, the uh, work in film and stuff. I used to work in TV. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, not not for very long. I did. A, oh. There was there was like I was like a PA for uh, Project oh. Runway. <laughs> oh my condolences oh my god yeah it was uh oh my god it was, in- it was intense it, it was fun i was the overnight guy which oh, is great oh okay okay all right that sounds a little bit better that sounds, okay yeah so like that was cool because like uh the, you know they'd spend all day filming at uh you know at parsons where they, they filmed most of the show mm. and then i was camped out at their 
uh, apartment building where they kept him. And then uh, they'd come back and I'd have stuff ready for him. I, I really only did like two hours of work and then like chilled for eight hours and then did two hours of work at like six in the morning before I went home. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all right. So I like, you know, it was back when like 2010. So Netflix still had everything on it. Yeah, Netflix was God. Netflix, yeah. Netflix that generation where Netflix ruled streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, was good days. Um, so, you know, I just watched everything and drew stuff in my spare time whenever I had the chance. How old fine. were you at the time? Uh, so quick math, 24, 25. 24, 25? Okay, because yeah. I'm like, I know you're not that old. So I couldn't have been. 30, I'm 35, yeah. I'll be, I'll be 36 next yeah next month it is, it's life expectancy is still like 102 so you're good that's that you're still in teenage years <laughs> really realistically here. i think uh, you're about to cross in the middle age but oh you're not there yet i don't know if i want to be 102 oh my god <laughs> could you you gotta imagine after like the past few years what somebody feels like when they're 102 and have seen all the shit and a hundred like you gotta think like are they depressed? Like, are they, are they oh, really man. happy? Like that? I want to interview that person. Like the hundred and two year old. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. When I did I don't show, know if there are many hundred and two year olds in comics. Uh, what, no, just on my YouTube page or something like that. It'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That I do like toy shit on and video game shit on. I'd be like, I just want to put it out there to be like, fuck it, why not? Like, it'd be, yeah. I would. I want to get in the head of that person because I really want like. When I did stuff with the Air Force when I was a kid, uh-huh. well, teenager really, um, I was doing stuff with them, and I got to meet some World War II vets and shit like that. I got ahead of those people. That was interesting. Yeah. That yeah. was very interesting. I, I met a dude once who, an older guy, he gave a presentation, and he wanted to talk to me after because he knew I was doing stuff with the military. I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah come on now. He, he was one of the guys who liberated Auschwitz. Let me tell you, oh, if you really want to get ahead into somebody here and have a really in-depth conversation about some real-life shit, that was the man. Yeah, get that guy on the phone. God, he had stories that you're like, I want a movie. Fuck Hacksaw Ridge. I want your movie. I'll cry and I'll love it. Oh, boy in a striped pajamas all over again. (laughs) Oh, my God. But but that's good. I mean, so if you like that was that back then you did TV with a PA and such like that, like that, that you saying that, by the way, which is fascinating. I love that. How the fuck in the comics, man? Was it like getting com- I was already I was going to Joe Kubert school at the time. Oh, you were at the time. Okay. Yeah. And so a buddy of mine, uh, who I'd known from my uh my days of being in punk bands, like uh so I, I had I, I grew up in uh born and raised in Indiana, and then I moved out to New Jersey to go to Kubert school. And uh some friends of mine who lived in New Jersey, I'd met through, you know, touring and they had toured mm-hmm. through like we'd we'd given each other shows. And uh, I was about to go to Indiana, and my buddy Daryl, who, who's been doing TV production work for forever, just was like, hey, why don't you stick around this summer and do this with me? And I was like, yeah. So I just, uh, instead of coming home to Indiana and working in childcare, which was my summer job, uh, I was just like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do TV instead. That sounds much more fun. And uh, yeah, right? it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a cool experience. Uh, I got to do that, and then... Um, I didn't really do anything with it. Like after, afterwards, like I went, finished school, graduated, and then uh, when the Super Bowl was in Indianapolis in 2012, a lot of TV shows came here to film. So a lot of 
old contacts got in touch with me to do some work on like uh, the show called Man Caves. I think I did oh, another one. That one. Yeah, I, I did like like the Super Bowl episode. I was like, you know, oh. <laughs> helping the director and like running and getting lunch and shit like that. So like, I mean, it, w- it wasn't anything special. It was just like kind of like on the field. Like at one point, I was uh, like ten feet away from Peyton Manning being interviewed, which is kind of cool. And then uh, oh, there there was one there was one moment where the director was like, "Hey, Gavin, come here. Uh, listen, take this form." If Adam Sandler comes around, I need you to get him to sign it. Oh my but if he, God. but if he starts being a dick to you, get out of there. And I was oh like, my what? God. So th- there was like an instance where like I-, I could have been in a position where I tried to get Adam Sandler to sign something, and he doesn't like it. So, uh, but look, he, I think he ended up bailing on the interview anyway. Which so did it, that sounds about yeah. right for him, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like Adam. Oh my. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, we've all done the PA jobs in entertainment. Yeah. You just literally did it. I was a PA for a couple different times, uh-huh. and holy shit, um, that was. I mean, it was fun. It was entertaining, and then it's like, a I thankless did, job. Really. Yeah, yeah, I really was. I I remember one time I I was on the set as an extra, and um, it was on a film set. And I was playing a college kid or some shit like that, too. We were there for, like, six hours or some shit like that. And then um, I came back. Or I, it happened actually twice. Yeah, the first time it happened, because it was actually kind of two different things in there. So, mm-hmm. but it, it leads up to a celebrity that was just like, what? I actually interviewed him later. But Greg Grumberg, I was on the set, and Greg Grumberg just walks through the door. And I'm like, oh, shit, hi, I know yeah. it. It was like. Hello, sir. And this was only like two, three years ago. Right. At this point. And we're just on a film set together. I was like, oh, shit, hi. He's like, hey, man. And then like later on the next, I did a scene the next day. And then I, he actually sat down and started talking to me and shit like that, too. And we talked for a little bit and why his like geeking out show with Kevin Smith didn't really work out. Um, right. And shit. It, it, it was just I this whole fight. Like, thing. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But and. You know, it's just that whole thing where I was just like, wait, what, Greg Rumberg's here? Like, holy shit. Like, he just walked right. through the door and you're like, what, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a similar moment like that uh, on runway when I was, uh, so, so they do this thing where, you know, they film the main chunk of the show and then they send everybody home to build out, build their uh, uh, dresses and outfits for fashion mm-hmm. week. And so, like the initial filming had got done. I came back to Indiana to like hang out with some friends for a couple of weeks before uh, my senior year at Kubert school started. And uh, I got the call about a week before school was about to start. And they're like, Hey, we need you to come back and do some stuff for uh, fashion week. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I drove back to New York and uh, did that. And uh, the, my first day back on the set, Oh, go, go, come on. <laughs> um, my first day back on the set I'm like chilling like you know I haven't, I haven't seen any of the contestants I'd actually become good friends with a lot of the contestants at that point mm-hmm. so um, they had me in a spot that I wasn't normally at but I was like whatever like it's PA work no one really knows who's there they just see yeah. you know if you're a PA they just see you and say hey do this hey so, hey, like, give me coffee can, yeah yeah so yeah. like you can just kind of like fuck off and you know, just still get paid if you yeah. wanted to. Like, like you're you not just, like, wrong. You're not go wrong somewhere and be like, and be like, no, I'm running this errand for so and so. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm not where I'm supposed to be as 
up, you know, as you do as a PA. And I'm looking for the contestants because it's like, yo, I haven't seen you in a month, whatever. And uh, so I'm up where I thought they should be, which is the green room, which is around the corner from. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever been in Parsons, um, no. where they filmed the new school. Uh, it's like on 42nd Street and 7th, I think. Um, but uh, I, I'm up there and I'm looking for him. And I can't find him. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just go back, you know, to my station. And I'm waiting on the elevator and it opens up and like dead center is Heidi Klum. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. So, so I just kind of like scooch to the right and get out of the way. And then it's like a clown car of like cronies are following her out of the elevator. And like, she's like saying something, they're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. Heidi, of course, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh and I'm God. like, oh, that was weird. And it's it's crazy. Cause like, you know, pictures don't do her justice. She's like crazy gorgeous in real life. Like it's not real. But um, oh, <laughs> so, I, so I go back down and I'm, I'm hanging with a friend and we're having lunch and uh, waiting for them to start film. They're waiting for Heidi to come back. And this is about like an hour later. She comes back down the elevator and I've got like this falafel in my mouth. <laughs> like, like we're eating, I'm talking to my friends. And now there's only two cronies following her. And she's coming back down the elevator and they're arguing about something. And they walk right by us. And she just goes, you guys agree with me, right? And like, we have no fucking idea what she's talking about. We're just like, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to tell Heidi Klum she's like wrong that. over whatever argument she happens to be having, so. Oh no, that's my choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, pretty wild. Yeah, you don't. Like, I think that's the beauty of working in the arts, man, is that you just don't know what the hell's going to happen. Whether it's comics, it's film, you don't yeah. know who you're going to meet, you don't know what's going to happen. Doing oh, yeah. this podcast, I remember once, and the people at home like comics. I'm like, yeah, this does pertain to. But if they listen, if they're this far in the show, they know. Yeah, uh, we might we might talk about comics today. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we do at some point, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, is I remember I got an email, and it's like, "Hi, I am such and such, representative of HBO, Warner Brothers," uh, and I'm like, "What? What?" And I was like, "There's no fucking way. There's no." Right. HBO's emailing me about the show, about this podcast. There's no way. Turns out they did. And then I had the girl who played the the uh, Dorothy in Doom Patrol season two on the show. And I'm nice. like, what? And then it was like two weeks later, like Fox, Fox is like, oh, I'm a representative from uh, such and such. I'm representing this character. One of the guys from the um, Fox show that lasted a season that was one of Marvel's uh, characters. Um, there was a Marvel's, it was um, Hel the Hellstrom show. Oh, I don't even Oh, that one. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> like last year, the year before, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They did. Oh, fuck. It was Hellstrom and his sister, if I remember okay. correctly. And it was like some dark magic thing, but not tied into anything. And they tried doing like, I think they tried to use it to be like, it's comic books. And it sells mid-2000s horror shows like Buffy and stuff like that. You guys tune in to watch. And they tried, and it did. I don't know if it didn't work or what, but I talked to the, one of the guys who played a villain in the show and shit like that too. And I was like, there's no, cause I even sat there. I was at work. I was at one of the M hospitals and I'm sitting there and I get an email. I'm, not, I'm on my lunch and I'm sitting there and I'm like, HBO, the hell? Like, yeah. It's just like, then I look through and I just drop, I'm like, there's no way in hell. It turns out. You just, yeah. you don't know. You just don't know. And I'm like you, I mean, would you think of you be working on track right now? That That's a weird thing. Where oh 
I didn't, I, I didn't actively pursue Trek. Uh, I, I had just been talking with IDW for a well, while. That kind of into it though, that goes into it. it you wouldn't. Yeah. Think it came out of nowhere. That's what I'm saying. Like it came kind out of nowhere. Of, yeah. It, 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 it's one of those things where I, I definitely fostered the relationship with IDW, and then it then it became Trek. Uh, was very cool. Like I'm not, I'm not I wasn't a big Trekkie. I'm still not really a big Trekkie, or like and, and really know anything about the show. Really, I watched a little bit of it here and there. Uh, but now I've now I'm like deep diving into the show, and I'm uh, I'm really loving it. But uh, yeah, it's it's a weird thing because I also have to uh, indirectly uh, deal with track official um, oh well yeah. which makes sense i mean it's yeah. a big ip so you're gonna have like right like and I, idw is viacom and tv that sort of thing so they which is also star trek yeah. so um which makes sense why they have that license but like yeah they uh my like you know i'll turn in a batch of pages and i'll send it to my editor and they're saying oh well Trek doesn't think uh, Jordy LaForge should be that tall, so can you change that? Or, you know, blah, 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 stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, little stuff. And they're pretty cool about what they want as far as corrections. They haven't been too crazy. Um, I mean, but yeah, you it's, can't... It's, it's, it's continuity police, in a way, here. So it makes a sense. Bit, I, mean, but I, th I think we have a little bit of freedom because uh, the, the series I'm doing is the Mirror War stuff. Oh, so yes. So, yeah. yeah, so it's alternate universe stuff. But, I mean... You know, Riker still got to look like Jonathan Frakes. Um, yeah, who I've interviewed, by the way, too. Amazing oh, dude. Cool. Amazing dude. Seems like a cool guy. He's actually supposed to be in here in Indianapolis uh, next month, oh, but, I'm, but I'm out of town for a different show, so oh. I, I won't get a chance to meet him. So, oh, and, 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 like, yeah, oh, and my oh. first issue wasn't even out then anyway, so it wouldn't really do anything. Uh, good, okay. I, that that's when you bring over you you get a printout and be like, like hey, 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 hey. I'm doing a comic book with your character in it. Here's right. you. Don't show this to anybody, but can you sign this? And oh, that's no. I'd bring I'd bring over like a box of comics and be like, sign these for me. I'm, oh. going, to, I'm going to resell these later. <laughs> At least you're honest. You're like, oh hell no. I, don't know I mean, like, I, I, you know, I'd shell out. You know, because I know he's probably got a signing fee. I'd be, like, I'd, 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 uh, I'd work something out where I can get like. Uh, you know, do something with that. But you know what? You should get a discount for drawing this dude. That's kind of how I feel too. <laughs> yeah. I really, I like. I've drawn you for so many issues. Yeah, you do. I get yeah, a discount. I've, I've been staring at your mug nonstop for the past couple months. <laughs> and you know what could be better? But I'll say, yeah. please give me a discount. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, that's how. That's how you. That's how you finagle. <laughs> yeah. Right. You you mentioned though that two weeks ago you went to a comic con. We're dating a podcast, but I fuck it. Yeah. Uh, you went to like a mini con and sort of thing like that. How was that? Because was, I know they're slowly coming back. So, so it's my second official one back. I did one here in Indy that was, uh, you know, uh, it, it was more of a pop culture con. So it had a lot okay. of like voice actors were like the main guests for like cartoons and like they, they, uh, they kind of cater to a lot of like uh, TikTok YouTube kids. So like it mm. wasn't necessarily a comic con. But okay. I do okay there anyway because hometown. And uh, so I did that one. That was fine. Um, but, but this one was uh, more of a Comic-Con. It's more very comics-based, artist-based. Uh, it's in Dayton, Ohio, called the Gem City Comic-Con. Yeah. It's a great show. Um, I think uh, myself, Stuart Sager, uh, Brian Level, Matt Horak, Dan Parent. Oh, shit. Uh, some of the guests. And, you know, it was, it was a good time. But uh, 
Um, I mean, it, it was fine. It, it, it was a little bit of a smaller show because it's Dayton, Ohio. Uh, and it's, like, I, I don't expect, like, gangbusters. But it, but it seemed fine. Like, everyone was very respectful. Like, mm-hmm. some people were still wearing masks. And, you know, like, I, I brought along, like, hand sanitizer and wipes to wipe down my portfolios and my books. I mean, let's stuff. be honest. You should anyway, even before COVID. Right. <laughs> You're the absolutely right. known as a Petri dish. Man. They were known. I know. Right, I, I yeah. Got doing free well, now, comic book day once at, at a booth so, so i did a booth right. and i was a guest and i did i got sick from that i'm like this is free comic book day what the fuck <laughs> right yeah concred just got a whole lot scarier so oh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh that was the name of it that's right yeah was it was it like did you feel kind of awful about it or not i don't this is me i think i think that doing the pop con got me back into practice of doing it mm. um but also i had trek deadlines so i'd actually brought work with me so i was like you know if i was talking to someone i had my head down and i was working um so i was making it work for you or making it work for me sorry um no you're good and i was i was sorry i, I was like flipping through my script and i saw the word you and I was like, huh? oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm working as i talk to you also that um, is totally fine almost every single artist i talk to they're usually working it's totally okay <laughs> yeah um so i was i was working as I was doing it, when I wasn't working, I was drawing a commission for somebody, or I was, you know. Uh, and it's also a lot of sh- a show where I see a lot of people I know because it is only mm. two hours away from me. So a lot of people that run in those circles were there, and I got to catch up with them. That's nice, and I'd seen a lot of these people in about two years now. Um, so so that was cool. I mean, it, it seemed fine. It seemed like a good show. Back, I think my first. Uh, Big. I got, I got a couple other ones coming up. Like I, I'm pretty much off August. Um, I'm doing a couple signings at a store next week for the release of Dead Legends two, but um, and and then Free Comic Book Day. But uh, my my next one is Lexington Comic and Toy Expo in Lexington, okay. Kentucky, and then the week after that is Cincinnati Comic Con, which is a great show. Uh, it's and a lot of people go to that show. And then uh, New York Comic Con. So these are all like building up to the big one, in New York. Um, which is which, was that one in person? Yeah, yeah, it's in okay, person this okay, year. Okay. So I'll I'll be going back there for that. Um, and uh, you know, just trying to figure out how to navigate that life. In New York. So you're doing uh, Gavin Smith the tour really in 2021 is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I usually do a lot of conventions anyway. Uh, before Trek, um, I'm, and it's funny because when when I got this, I told my wife, I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to cut back on conventions, but all the conventions that I want to do are all backlogged to the end of the year. So, oh. like, I've I've got to go back to back to back to back, and I'm sure some of those conventions, like uh, some of these conventions, like C2E2, is usually in March, and uh, so, but they're doing it in 2021 and December. So I just know mm. I'm going to do this 2021 show and that it's going to be in March in 2022. So uh like it's oh, it's God. all gonna, like this next like year is going to be really just heavy with them I think and I you know as much as I I'd want to cut down stay home and work I I imagine I'll be on the road just as much as I <laughs> didn't want to be in, until like things kind of level out which might not be yeah. till like 2023 yeah kind of chill out again yeah that was the hope was gonna be next year but people ruin that shit fast um yeah. i mean well that's 
do you because i mean with that being like that and the heavy schedule like going all over the place in the big tour like acdc in their final tour of like the past 20 years <laughs> right. uh <laughs> and right. i did i aged myself with that because there's no, gonna be people listening i had to explain what blockbuster was my man all right the other day to, like <laughs> So listen, I, I, I did do, that to a kid yeah. the other day too. Actually, at that convention, really? I was, I was, yeah, because oh. it was, it was funny because uh, I think uh, this kid had asked me like why I chose to do a martial arts book, and I had to explain to him. I was like, well, it was, you know, when when I was your age, like my dad took me to this place called uh, it was Video Stop, then got bought out by Blockbuster, but mm-hmm. I go to this place called Video Stop, and you know, I'd yell at my dad from across the the store if i can get this you know martial arts movie and he'd say what's the rating and i'd say r and he goes no and i and i'd yell back this is a story my dad tells to this day and i'd i'd yell back to him i was like but it's only for violence <laughs> you know it's <laughs> not for sex him. dad yeah yeah that was a big thing uh they didn't well, care well, if great. we saw someone's like head getting ripped off but you know god forbid we see a nipple um, right yeah right yeah that's the thing they're like that's still to this fucking day, too. Don't even kid, Gavin. You know that. It, like, you're yeah. like, oh, no, they're seeing tits. It's got to be immature. Yeah, but the movie that's in playing next door is rated R. There's aliens bursting out of people's chest over there. Oh, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, sounds like the mailman's here because Coco's going crazy. Um, anyway. Going too, uh, but, uh, oh, where, where was I going with this? Yeah, so, so I ended up, uh, you were asking me about, uh, touring doing oh a, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was getting to it i was getting to it um <laughs> uh i was getting to it i was wondering like do you work on the road at all like is it possible to uh draw comics on the is it hard yeah it's hard uh but it's like like i think mike i think it's mike mccone i think he actually did this thing a couple years ago where he actually just uh was living in an rv traveling from show to show and then working on oh, books during the traveling yeah um i i usually if i don't have to i won't take pages with me but uh when, whenever i am kind of up against the wall i'll bring pages with me but i, I only want to bring pages that i have to ink because i can't like pencil on the road it's just mm. too much work um too much concentration so like when i'm when i'm inking i'm kind of in uh uh autopilot almost so it, it makes it easier to work that way um so so i've done it plenty of times i know and even one time not for a convention uh i had to go to my wife and i went to arizona for uh her brother my brother-in-law's wedding and i it was i had just gotten uh i was helping out on uh ghost in the shell and Ooh. uh yeah th- there was a hardcover that uh kodansha penguin random house put out uh back in like 2018 i think and uh so uh brent schoonover had gotten in touch with me and he was uh i think he was working on something from marvel at the time and he got ghost in the shell so he couldn't do it all at the same time so he hired me and a guy named john bivens to do like well like we all did like 13 pages each of this 30 39 page story so like you know we just we just split it up evenly it's just like all right do this section do this section we'll put it all together later and uh um, it's a good way to do it yeah yeah and it it worked out but like the the uh, we only had like two and a half three weeks to do the whole thing because uh i think someone else had the job before brent and then took too long to just to tell people they couldn't do it um so so we kind of got pushed into this crazy deadline 
and then I had to fly to Arizona, uh, to Phoenix, and we get there, and I, my wife and I basically check into the hotel room, and it's like, I just go, okay, well, uh, have fun hanging out with your family. I'll be here. Just let me know when the wedding is. I'll see you there. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just sat around like drawing ghosts in the shell stuff. Um, I mean, for, it sounds like it could fine. be fun. Yeah, yeah. It, could, it could be fun. Maybe. It was a fun gig. I just sat around, yeah. watched hotel TV, and drew pages. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I did that in Vegas uh, not too long ago. Me and my best friends, we saw each other. Well, all one lives in Arizona now, but two of them still live back in Illinois, where I'm from, and. Uh-huh. The we did that. We watched the hotel TV. I gotta get this on record. It was the funniest shit. Is like we were just taking a relaxing, just chilling after the Lazy River in the hotel. Uh-huh. And they're they're big, way bigger sports guys than I. Even though I'm sort of big in sports too. And we turn on ESPN. I'm like all right, all right, just kind of relaxing. You know, I'm charging phones. We look on there, and they're like, dude, look at this. I'm like what? I look on TV. Professional cornholing. Oh my gosh. I kid you not. I watched. 40 minutes of this. I believe I it. I not look away. You just, you just get so, like, dumbstruck by it. You're like, what? there's How is this audience. Thing? There's chain link. It looked like there was, like, the, the arena was chain link fencing and, like, a warehouse. There was an audience around. They were wearing jerseys, like, soccer jerseys. Wow. Like, and it had all these brands, like, heavy brands and shit. We're all, like, talking, like, like heavy, heavy, like, AAA companies are just, like, branding themselves on these guys and wow. the jerseys. And it was, like, guy v. girl, and they're looking at each other in the eyes and getting all into it and shit. They're on the goddamn hacky sack, and it hits, and they're like, yeah! And it's like, yeah! When it hits, they go, right. like, yeah! I, and the and the guy and the announcers in there were like Mexican luchador announcers. <laughs> and they're like, and here they are. Oh, and it goes in. Oh, and there's a Zocros in there. And it's like, what am I watching? Like, I we may have That's even watched great. an hour of this. Hotel TV is fascinating. I would have got I would have gotten sucked into that. I I, oh, yeah. I don't blame you at all. I uh, my my buddy uh, traveled by I mentioned before Stuart Sager. Like we we mm-hmm. tend to travel together a lot. We usually watch like. Like without fail, anytime we go anywhere, uh, we've got commissions or pages and stuff that we or work we brought from home. We, we're always drawn in the hotel room, and like yeah. we can without fail find something Kevin Hart is in. Oh really? On TV? <laughs> yeah. Like without fail, it's we're like we don't even try at this point. It's like, well, here here we go. This one. That that uh-huh. that tells a lot. <laughs> yeah. It just tells a lot. You know what? I rewatched them. I didn't. I didn't even watch. I watched the, Juma- the Jumanji movies finally in there. And my God, he's oh, so yeah. he's so glorious. To me. I like Kevin Hart. It, so- I haven't seen it yet. Oh, they're good. Um, they're actually really good. Yeah. I was like, this movie's sacrilege. You can only have the one Jumanji. Right. And then I was like, you know what? You can actually have at least two more. <laughs> Uh, and it's got The Rock, so what are you going to do? Yeah, why not? Yeah. The Rock and Kevin Hart, who's pretty cool. You know, Black Adam, it's fine. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I mean, that kind of... Actually, thinking about that a little bit here is... You know, you've done a lot. Of, you've done some IDW now. You've done a bunch of comics before. I, uh-huh. You're obviously a busy working artist and shit like that. Is there any... Like, put it on Ethan, man, Gavin. Like, is there... Like, do you do you have some, like, really big hit characters that you want to try out sometime? Oh, absolutely. What's, what's yeah. funny about it is I, when I when I got Trek, I was trying to get Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, so, so it's funny. Like, I, I've been in touch with the Ninja Turtles editor and uh, this, the editor who hired me for Trek. Um, and uh, honestly, I wasn't, uh, I was looking for just like a one-shot, like a fill-in issue. 
But when when Trek was offered, it was eight issues, and I was like, I can't turn that down. It's too good. Like, yeah, right. I, like, I, I got to do that. So one versus eight. I mean, the right. one payment yeah. helps too, and two, it's a lot of more fun work. It's 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 fun work, and it's consistent, and you know, keeps me busy. And uh, yeah. so I, I I definitely want to try Ninja Turtles at some point. Maybe Judge Dredd. Uh, those are both Ooh, with IDW, so that would be fun. Uh, always wanted to do like a Daredevil or. Uh, or flash run i think those would be fun i could really see you doing those characters too i really yeah. could i, I, I like to. daredevil a lot like he's he's one of my favorite characters so like daredevil's had zero bad runs in the past three it's years. crazy how how good daredevil has been consistently it's such consistently. a long time yeah like yeah. it's like the flash books they're doing so good for such a long period of time yeah I, and the green lanterns were for such a long period of time too it's it bewilders me it, it's like yeah characters that people wouldn't have even thought would do really good in comics that right. are people like oh then most people are buying them because of the show right no no they're doing a lot of people buying them and they're really really good because they are and the writing is beautiful right oh my um, god another character i've always wanted to do well i i i wanted this before uh i wanted a hellblazer really yeah hellblazer was one a thing i really wanted to do like when it was still with vertigo and they canceled mm -hmm. it and it was over 300 issues. And I, I figured it was like one of those books that was just going to run forever. And it's like, all right, maybe I'll get a shot one day. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then, you know, they canceled it. And now it's like they do John Constantine one-offs and stuff or, you yeah. know, minis. And, that, and that's fine. Um, Justice League was always something I want to do. But now, but now that I've done a team book, I'm like, do I really want to do another team book? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've even like, written the team books a bunch and they, they're hell. <laughs> like even writing oh, it's, teams is rough. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm Star Trek is the ultimate team book. I, I think if I can oh, handle God. this, I, I should be fine. Uh, I, I would that? love to do Justice League because I, I have such an affinity for like a lot of different eras of Justice League. Like I'm a big fan of the Silver Age stuff. Like that's the stuff I collect out of like, you know, uh, long boxes when I go to conventions. I'm a big fan of the Justice League International well, what stuff. What about Justice Society, JLA. man? I like Justice, Justice Society, Society too. I would take yeah. Justice Society, but like Morrison's JLA like hooked me. And yeah. that, that that was what like I was always kind of a casual comic reader as a kid. And then when I started reading Morrison's JLA, that that got me in full time. That and uh Mark Wade's Flash Run. Oh, those would definitely do it. They're all oh, yeah. shit there. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh you know and so my my first Corgi, who I mentioned earlier, was named yeah. Wally after Wally West. We oh. which is responsible for with you know Mark Wade's flash run <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah we if it helps we had a bearded dragon um we mm -hmm. adopted him he was we adopted him when he was sick he had a metabolic bone disease yeah. right MPD. not really gonna last much long of time but we adopted him and tried to give a living home from the sanctuary I will sure you know and we did and i was like oh we could my girlfriend and i were trying to decide a name and i'm like what if we go with chief she's like chief i'm like the guy in the wheelchair from doom patrol <laughs> he can't move his back legs oh wow rest in peace chief he passed a little bit ago um but you uh -huh. know rest in peace chief the bearded dragon so uh, you know that i was like yeah fuck it why not because everyone's gonna do xavier i've seen crippled animals right. name xavier a lot let me tell you and so right. i was like yeah fuck it we'll do chief no one ever does chief hey folks dakota here giving you guys a little bit of an ad break but something really really cool though i swear to god um, I have a new store to say the least here, and it's called DakotaMorgan.store. It's a new Teespring store that we have going on here where if you like this show, we have the 
the uh, Man of Steel-esque logo, to say the least here, the Comic Chronicle podcast logo on some shirts, some mugs, some tote bags, but we also have some really other cool stuff on the Teespring store. That is, of course, we have video games, our therapy design, like little digital heart logo that we have on there, Blockbuster Kid, a little riff on the Blockbuster logo on there, show that you're a Blockbuster Kid with the Blockbuster Kid logo shirt. We also have fun designs on there that are dinosaur-esque. Well, they're dinosaurs, but mixed with modern animals, such as our Triceracow, and the Overraptor mixed with a blue and yellow macaw, to say the least, with a little bit of tropical flowers with it, and much more stuff on there. Of course, you guys can get all these designs on mugs, travel mugs, stickers, tote bags, t-shirts, and I think a little bit more too, but you guys are going to have to check that out here. That is dakotamorgan.store. And it will take you straight to the Teespring store. And, of course, they are very affordable for you guys because I know times are tough. So they are definitely affordable for all those nerd fans out there. But wear your freak flag high, whether it's with comics, video games, a throwback to good times, or better times, to say the least, or paleo with some dinosaurs. And that would make things pretty cute. Of course, so we have women and men shirts available as well, too. Thanks, everybody. You all rock. Remember, DakotaMorgan.store. Now, back to the show. Um. Uh. You mentioned Vertigo, by the way. Yeah. And I want to, I got to do a special on it or some shit like that. There's a Vertigo comic that's being made into a TV show for HBO Max that nobody's talking about. And there, Rosario Dawson posted a fun behind the scenes, them screwing around in the trailer on the set of it. She even said on the set of this book, on this uh, TV show. You know which one that is? Uh, give me, let me think. Um, it's not superheroes. Well, yeah, Vertigo. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's not. Creature's kind of been cool. done. Um, it's not why the last man because it that's lasted, FX. It lasted ten years. Ten years, hundred bullets. No, at least I think it was ten years. It lasted. It lasted many, many years and got a lot of rewards. Hundred bullets sounds. Uh, I'm and it has. Think. It's a book that has an ending, but it's a very long thing that could be a very long TV show, and it's very not Sandman. No, not, that's, that's already being made. That's already being made. Yeah, I don't know. What's what, what is it? DMZ. Oh, really? Yeah. No one's talking about this, and I feel it's so underrated that no one's. She even posts. She's like, "I'm gonna set a DMZ," and I flip shit. I'm like, wow. "Yes, it's happening finally!" It got delayed because of COVID, but it's still being filmed very secretly. Like it's coming HBO Max. HBO Max is a streaming service where they can do whatever they want. Yeah, DMZ. I do you remember much about that one? I read like the first volume forever ago. Uh, I think yeah. I have the second volume too, and I remember digging it. But uh, yeah, I did never really like. Uh, I don't know if it hit me as as much as like other uh, Vertigo books did. Like yeah, like, like I said, to, I, was, I was a big Hellblazer guy. Yeah, Why the Last Man was huge for shit. me. Preacher. Yeah. I mean, um, it, 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 compared to all the other vertical stuff, it doesn't stand a chance. Like, <laughs> like you got like Constantine and shit like that. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then everyone's and, like, DMC, the book about war and peace, and you know, rebellion right. in New York City where a lot of kids die. Like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I saw, I, I got really excited. I was on Twitter the other day. I saw, I got real excited because I saw some like graphics house, and I think they did it for fun. Uh, but they posted like one of the dogs from We Three. Oh. And I got like like a computer animation. I was like, "Holy shit! Is there a Wii Three show being made or a movie?" Like, because I would lose my mind it's if that possible. happened. It's possible. It's it's so possible. I think I think it was fan made, but like I, I don't it. know. 
<laughs> I know. I would love oh, if that were true because that's that, would be, that oh. is the book I tell anyone uh, who has never read a comic that doesn't want to read superheroes to read. That's that's what I tell Marie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. That's honestly that's that's honestly. It. I mean, you know, there's the one final one that we're never gonna get. Uh, what's that? Saga. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Jesus, they'll finish it ever. Yeah, um, like, it's funny because like I think uh, what was the last volume like ten or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, they've actually um, done the compendiums now. They made like three of them. Yeah, but like I think like after the I got the trades right here. I'm trying to see what, what the last one was. It was nine was the last one. Yep. And uh, they made it seem like um. Unless I have them out of order. Nope, it's nine. Um, they made it seem like. I think Brian K. Vaughn said like he's only halfway through. Like he's Christ. still got so much. Jesus more Christ. <laughs> I did not know that part about that. Yeah. And, oh my and god. And you know what? Like, cool. If this book goes on for the rest of my life, that's fine. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hundred percent okay. Yeah. I like it's it's a weird thing, man. I mean, we're 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 in like comic book TV era now. It was the movies for the longest period. And now mm-hmm. it's going into TV shows. We have sure. the boys, you know, like, yeah, that's which, by the way, I talked to the co-creator of the boys, actually kind of a friend of mine. And we, Derek, had him, or, yeah, 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 Derek, he's been on the show before. I owe him a beer, too, whenever he's in Arizona. He said yes. he's going to really hold me up to that. And, you know, like, we get, it's like, we get the boys and we get all these shows now. We, like I said, we have DMZ coming out. Like, it's, yeah, ugh, it's great. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I think so, too. It's, it's good for the business, I think, that, uh. You know, it's good for creators getting getting paid for this stuff on a bigger, more money they would get paid for making the books. So it's true. It's true. I, you know, maybe I'm just saying it because, you know, my indie series maybe need to be made in the shit. I'm just going to, I'm just going <laughs> to, you know what, uh, you know, Netflix or we're available. Uh, yeah, right. There's all sorts of books. Here are all us both. Right. Yeah. We yeah. have some shit for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of that though, we are coming near the end because we've been, it's already 53 minutes. We've been talking for almost an hour. Though. Oh, wow. 53 on wow. the yeah, I just looked at the timer like, holy shit. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time today because I know you're three hours ahead. You reminded me that because Indiana is three hours ahead, we're on Eastern, yeah, yeah. I forget Indiana's on Eastern because Illinois is on Midwest, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like, funny because sometimes my wife and I'll go to Michigan. There was, one time, <laughs> there was one, okay, this, like, you know, this is another time I was working on the road. And a oh. different wedding, I had to... Okay. What? Is, a different wedding is, is my wife's best friend. We had to go to her wedding that was in, like, uh, on the Indiana-Michigan border, Lake Michigan. And uh, I had... Uh, I was working on a story for Heavy Metal. And I had left a lot of my art supplies at home. So I mm. was in Indiana, um, or I guess in Michigan uh, at that point. And I, I had to drive to the closest Walgreens to pick up some like pencils or some pens or whatever, uh, just so I could, just so I could do some work. And, uh, I, and the, we had a bad night's sleep because we were staying in like this, uh, very old school, like motel sort of thing, like a bed and breakfast sort of thing. There's no air conditioner. There's no, you know, cable, anything like that. So, and it's like the middle, like, it's like summer's coming to an end. So it's like super hot and room stuffy. And like, so we, my both my white wife and I slept terrible. So I woke up at like six 30 and I'm like, well, the wedding's not till whenever I'm going to try to get some work done. And, 
the Walgreens that's closest to us, I see it opens at seven. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just go down there and drive and uh, get there right when it opens, grab some pencils and stuff, be good to go. I mm. get there at seven Indiana time, but I didn't realize I crossed over into central time zone. And it was now six o'clock, oh, oh, so, so I had to wait like another hour just to get this stuff. <laughs> and it, and it's only like, and it's literally this Walgreens is like on that central eastern time zone border. It's oh so my stupid. god! The bane of my existence is these time right. zones, man. It, we talked about it earlier talking to people from France. Could you imagine the time zone difference? I had there's oh, some things, like I've had people on the show before. I really want to talk to, and they, some people uh -huh. reached out to see if they could come on. I said sure, and then I asked what time zone they're in. And I'm like, oh, I'm in this time zone. I've had time zones where it's almost ten hours. I believe that I, I oh talked to God. a buddy of mine from London. Uh, usually we, we do like movie nights, our days where we get together. And we just watch movies all day. Uh, a bunch of other artists, but like he's in London. That's five hours different. So if you're uh, on the West Coast, that's another three hours. That's oh, I mean, if you're it, trying to talk to somebody from London, yeah. that's eight hours at least. The only um, saving grace is Arizona doesn't change its time zone. For some unknown reasons. It's the only state. Where in Arizona are you from? Phoenix. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not from here. I want to make it clear. I've only been here a couple of years. I've only been here a few years, but right, right. Know, it's my home state. I want to make it clear because I don't <laughs> It's way too hot here. <laughs> it's a hundred and five. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know what? I for the past three months I have had weather alerts and every time I look at the computer it says it's either the heat. Or then it will change to polluted air. I've had so much polluted air alerts. I feel like I'm in Beijing. It is <laughs> insane. And I look out that window and people are like, oh, look at all the smog out there. That's It looks like a cloud. I'm like, how can you say that peacefully? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? What the hell? Meanwhile, I'm like, I just like my butt best friends are living in like cornfield area. Like out there now because they moved further out. They're not yeah. like in deep suburbs anymore, Chicago. So they get like some forests and shit too, mixed with a little bit of the right. city. So it's not bad. I'm like, fuck, I miss that. I'm watching Clarkson's farm. I'm like, God, look at that air. <laughs> oh, nice. but we got to, we, we really got to get to it, man, is you and your books coming out because we mentioned sure, it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of helping other people out. So what I books can people go to, my brother? What can they check out coming up uh, that you can talk about? Yeah. Um, so so I have nothing that I really need to keep secret anymore. Um, so Dead Legends Volume 1 came out uh, January of 2020, right before the world went to hell. Um, yeah. It's five issues of martial arts series, kind of in the vein of uh, Enter the Dragon, Bloodsport, Mortal Kombat, that sort of thing. But our people don't throw fireballs. The gist of it is a woman enters a martial arts tournament to get revenge against the guy who kills her husband. But she can't just straight up kill the guy. She has to run the brackets of the tournament to get to him. But during the course of the tournament, she finds out she's two months pregnant with her now dead husband's kid. So she's fighting for two. That's Dead Legends. Um, volume one came out, like I said, in January 2020. Uh, during the pandemic, I worked my ass off and finished all of volume two. So that. Oh, was, yeah. So and I finished that up back in February, something like that. But uh, the first issue comes out uh, a week from tomorrow. So that'll be August 11th. Uh, for whenever this is posted so uh hopefully you can get into your shops and find that i know it's hard to find creator own series but i'm sure uh comic shops will be able to do that for you the trade yeah. will be coming out um 
the, the way the release with Dead Legends works is we put out the first issue in, sing, in print. So that's the only issue that goes to print. Issues two, three, four, and five will be out on Comixology. Uh, but I think two weeks after issue five drops on Comixology, the trade paperback will be out in print. Uh, so that comes out October 13th. So August 11th, every two weeks, new issue digitally. October 13th, the trade. Uh, and then, as I mentioned several times uh, during the course of our conversation, I am working on Star Trek The Mirror War for IDW Publishing. Um, it's uh, continuing the mirror series that Scott and David Tipton have set up. And, you know, it's a lot of, it's all your favorite characters from Next Generation, and they're just super buff, and they've got weird facial hair. And, uh, <laughs> they're just, instead of, you know, on a never-ending mission uh, of diplomacy through space and, uh, you know, exploring new worlds, they're out conquering new worlds. And it's, it's fucking sick. Yeah. I oh, I want it. It's, uh, it. it's Picard with a goatee and he's just shacked as hell. Uh, and, and Riker <laughs> with like this two ponytails and his goatee and beard. And, and he's got a crazy scar and missing an eye. And oh, Deanna awesome. Troy's hot. It's great. It's good stuff. Oh, that's awesome. I want yeah. it. I want it now. I'm, I'm drawing the second issue right now. And it's it's just a lot of fun. So like we said, you are busy as hell. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like there's no... There's no if answer buts about it. But I mean, you know what you said? I, you, you said it last a minute ago, like it's tougher for people to find creative own stuff. But you know what? Yeah, you're right. Comic book stores will help you out there. Plenty of places yeah. to go look for it. Um, I it, and it, I wish it was a lot more easier to find the creator own stuff as a, as a creator own guy. Let me yeah. tell you. Um, but it's I think when anybody goes out there and actually finds it and gets it, there's yeah. the moment where you look back at it and you're like, oh, thank God I did that. You know, because yeah. it's like you're always happy about you. No matter what, you're always happy about it because you're never disappointed. Usually. Well, it, it's crazy because like I've been doing, you know, I, I've worked on a lot of independent series, but none of it's ever really been mine. Um, and that, for the past, I've I've been drawing comics professionally for ten years, and uh, Dead Legends was me kind of going out and taking a shot on myself, and it's it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, if if you want to know more about me dead legends is the way to go star trek is also awesome it's on the cover of previews which is a fucking insane to me and one of those things that i never thought i'd ever be a part of like you know just it just never registered on like a bucket list sort of thing to be on the cover of previews but it is um but the way i got star trek was i did dead legends so that go by dead legends yes (laughs) it started it all yeah uh, and go buy Star Trek. Yes. Uh, everybody. I, yeah. I mean, come on. You can't yeah. be disappointed by any of these. Well, Gavin, my good man, I want to say yeah. is where can people find you out on social media, boss? Because they can follow um, you too. Gavin P. Smith. At Gavin P. Smith on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, a website that I might update once every eight months or something like that is <laughs> GavinSmithComics.com. Um, I also do a Twitch stream with a lot of people uh, that I uh, we, we share an art rep, Modern Mythology Comic Art. It's myself, Sue Lee, Craig Cermak, who uh, Sue Lee draws, uh, is drawing some Red Sonia stuff. Craig Cermak, who did A Man Among You for Image. Tyler Boss from Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Josh Hickson, who's doing a lot of Batman stuff right now in Shanghai Red and the plot. Uh, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz, who's drawing the Batman backups right now. Adam Gorham, 
um, who am I missing? Tom Riley, who's drawn a lot of stuff for Marvel. Uh, Morbius, I think, was the latest thing. I'm not going to blow up his spot on what his new thing is. But like the the eight of us uh, tend to get together every week. We have guests on sometimes, but we just draw topics. We're on Twitch, which is uh, twitch.tv slash draws. S-O-O-L-E-E draws. It's on Sue's Twitch stream, but we get together and have a blast every week. You should get join us. We get ridiculous. Very nice. That's yeah. cool. I like that. See, yeah. I, I do Twitch for video games, and I, I'm a stupid piece of shit that does it. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that well, actually really that's a lot better. Yeah, we started doing it at the beginning of the pandemic because you know we we're all friends anyway. We just ha- all happen to be, uh, you know, we have a private Slack chat that we hang out and talk in, and we we're just like, let's just do this thing because it's something to do because yeah. we we're all isolated at home and it turned into a thing, and uh, we're still doing it. And we, so we, nice, we get together man. Thursday nights at 8 p.m. I think I might have said Friday nights earlier, which uh, yeah. that was that was our old time. We, we were doing it Friday nights. But now that the world's kind of getting back on track, uh, people want to go out on Friday nights and do stuff. So we, we, we were Thursdays at 8 p.m. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I, I, I'm going to have to start to. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to really check that out. Um, Gavin, good man. Thank you for coming on the show. This has been a blast. Yeah, it's been pleasure. really, really fun. Oh yeah. my god! It's trust me. After a long work week, <laughs> it's only Wednesday. <laughs> it's only Tuesday, but yeah, the past strap week. In. Oh my god! You know, yeah, you know, I'll say, including last week, it's been a long. I had the most Monday of Mondays yesterday at the animal hospital. Let me tell you. So yeah. today, oh, thank you so much. It's been fun. Really much needed. Yeah, my you're pleasure. welcome back, man. You're welcome back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll reach out. Uh, something big's happening. Got a new yeah. project in the works, or you know. Of you course. got a slow you week. On... need someone to talk to. I'll, yeah. I'll in. <laughs> There's that too. But you yeah. haven't on record that. I said you can come back. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks All for right. having me, man. Thanks, good man. I'll talk to you later. All right. We'll see you.